This is Tiago Bor, founder of Impact Force Mastermind. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend Brandon Straza with the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey, hey, everyone. Today, we've got the founder of Impact Force Mastermind, Tiago Burr. He talks about how entrepreneurs can change the future imprint of what's possible through sustainable changes. Tiago explains why he works with people that don't only care about profits, but want to build a sustainable life through purpose. And Tiago explains why investing in the right mastermind has been so critical to his success. Check it out. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do that, we have got the founder of Impact Force Mastermind, Tiago Burr. Tiago, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Brandon, it's great to be here. Absolutely. Hey, I really appreciate it. When, when the listeners realize all the value that you're bringing and they say, hey, you know, I want to reach out and maybe work with Tiago or just learn more about him. What's the best way for them to connect with you either personally or through social? Either on the website, tiagobor.com, but mostly on my personal Facebook. Just find my profile, Tiagobor, and I'm probably the one, only one with that name. Yeah, absolutely. So please reach out to them when you realize what Tiago's bringing here today. So, all right, let's, let's jump into it, man. You know, our ability to learn and have access to people has changed over the last five, 10 years. When you and I were younger, it's, it's textbooks, teachers family, friends, our coworkers, just the people around us. But that's really a sliver of what's possible. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Yeah, I think very recently also I made a change that previously I would learn mostly from books or courses or whatever material I could get my hands on, even videos. But now I'm seeing more and more that I prefer to learn directly with the people that, that wrote the books, you know. And because I think sometimes like a course is or a book, even a book, it can miss out the nuances. It's a way that it can work. But if you really look down to, for example, each specific case, maybe this approach would work a little better or maybe this other approach would work a little better. So I prefer to work directly with people as mentors, coaches, or be in, in masterminds where I can be with other entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, you know, from a, maybe a tactile perspective, when we can see it, touch it, feel it, it makes it more real, whether it's the fact that, Hey, maybe, you know, they're going to hold us accountable. They're going to be a challenger, you know, not always that cheerleader. And when you have that experience and people are more accessible than ever before, you know, especially in 2020, but to reach out and, you know, build value, it's, it's amazing the difference that you can get from once you've read their book to actually, you know, having that conversation like we're having today. Yep. Yeah. I was doing some work around my unique abilities with Kayvon, you know him, and he made this very interesting distinction. He said, Tiago, for you, it's better you learn from people that not only have knowledge, but have wisdom. Um, they not only have the content but they have the wisdom to see in which scenarios that recommendation or that advice would not work. 
And you can't really get that from a book. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love books. I love reading them. But I think it's it's one part of the element. Yeah. And then and let me ask you. So you know, it kind of goes into the next area is that, you know, we're able to learn from a lot of different people out there. Some people learn from accountability buddies, coaches, masterminds, uh, online courses, lots of ways to learn. You know, you just mentioned someone that we both know, Dr. K. How did you originally connect with them? Because I, I think I might know the answer, but I, I yeah, you do. I, I'm not 100 percent there. How did you end up, uh, you know, working with them, and what has that outcome been so far? Yeah, um, I got to know him in our in our mastermind in the Thursday night boardroom, the mastermind we're both a part of, and from there many connections ensued, like like this one, and. From there, I started doing, we started doing some work around like personal strengths, unique ability, genius zone and all of that. Yeah. And what, what is the, where do you see your trajectory? And, and we'll get into the trajectory of the people that work with you, but where do you really see your trajectory because of the fact that you realize the value of something like a Thursday night boardroom? And for anyone listening, a previous episode, um, Jeff Moore and, and Nick Peterson, Jeff started it, but they both kind of you know, run it hand in hand together. And it is a free mastermind. So where you were before finding stuff like Thursday Night Boardroom and stuff, you know, and, and individuals like, you know, Dr. K, what's the difference in where you were versus where you're going? Ambition, the size of the ambition, I would say. Because when you see other people that are your colleagues achieving pretty relevant stuff, like creating businesses that have a substantial impact, that have a real impact in the world, and you see that they're just humans, you know? It's not glorified like in the news, like this. There's so much noise around being an entrepreneur. And you see that it's normal people that have their flaws as well, that have their off days and all of that, and are inspired to, to do an impact for a great cause. I think it, it just opens up perspective. And the connections that you get from a mastermind, I believe that relationships are the best investment you can make. I think relationships are the currency of life and everything good in life comes from a relationship. I mean, if you look back, where did you get that insight that might have changed your life or, or that where did you meet? Maybe if you have a partner in life, where did you get an introduction to a new job or to a new business idea or to a new joint venture partner? It all stems from, from relationships. Um, and I believe that instead of just investing in like the stock market or, or whatever, I grab a percentage of my revenue and, and it, it's, that percentage is for hiring mentors, hiring coaches, participating in masterminds, going to live events, and even money like inviting a friend out to dinner in, in hosting a get-together. I mean, just two days ago, I had a couple of friends here as well. Opportunities just arise from, from that. And, and especially now since... Everything is becoming so online, which is tremendously valuable. I mean, we're having this conversation 10 years ago. We wouldn't be able to have this conversation. And maybe even five years ago, the, the, the internet quality wouldn't be as good. But that also means that people are staying more at home. I, I feel that staying more at home, connecting, and even that's exacerbated with, with COVID, right? But like having this physical touching the person and people, I, I believe that, successful people they just generally want to serve they're the most generous people and they they actively connect you with other people with other resources with financing with whatever you need to to succeed yeah and you're definitely you're singing my music right there um i've yeah. been 
saying, geez, everything you, you just said right there, you know, you're, you're, the ROI on yourself and your relationships is better than the stock market is better than the housing market. Now, hey, I'm involved in both of those, but I can't control the housing market. I can't control the stock market. What I can control are the people that I invest in and the amount that I invest in myself and what that return is right there. And it just, it exceeds the relationships, their experiences, the experiences together far exceed anything we could ever look at when we lead with the give mentality and we have a purpose behind it. Now, those relationships, a byproduct of those relationships, money comes out of it. There is an exchange of money amongst people or money is a byproduct of creating something and solving a problem. And that's okay. But it's that exchange, that ROI that you want to invest in someone else and in that relationship, whether it's a dinner, a mentor, you know, whatever it is. So, so, so critical. And the ROI is not because if you invest in the stock market or real estate or whatever, the ROI you get mostly is just money. When you invest in relationships, as you said, you get money as a byproduct, but you get so much more. You get friendships. Like I have many clients that are that are friends. Um, you get this. I think there was this uh, the, the TED talk on the longest research uh, ever done on 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 human beings on, on on happiness. And the number one factor that was that determined the, the happiness uh, of your life was the quality of your relationships. Um, I personally, in 2019, went through a depression period where only much, much later did I understand, oh, I feel lonely, you know? And then I started, I have friends where I get together to play Dungeons and Dragons once a month. I have friends where I invite to dinner, going to capoeira uh, lessons and stuff like that. And and that just creates a snowball effect. Yeah, it, fill, it fills that glass in just such a different way because you've got those people around you, the inflection in their voices, absolutely. So I'm going to date myself real quick here. Five, 10 years ago, there was a thing called go-to meeting. So this could have yeah. happened, the quality, and it might not be there, but I'm probably dating myself right there. You're a, few, <laughs> you're a little bit younger than I am. So, all right, uh, moving on. I feel that, you know, people, they get stuck and they don't know how to execute sometimes what's in their head. As we're still going through a pandemic, I feel it's, it's causing a reset and how we can accomplish things. How have masterminds helped you when you're looking to reset yourself and get unstuck? In so many ways, it's sometimes just just like one small little, that's like the uh, small hinges swing big doors, right? Sometimes there's this one small idea that is keeping me stuck that, I, that for some reason I believe in it. And then I just get into a mastermind and people say like, that's not at all the case. Like I've done it this way. I've done it that way. I've done it that way. And you're like, oh, okay. And that just propels your your progress. That's one thing. The other thing is perspective. Perspective. I just had a, a, a I just ran a, my own mastermind and two weeks ago when we we're having another meeting tomorrow where it was four entrepreneurs and one in the hot seat, right? Where he, that person received, I think, 30 minutes of undivided attention um, from other very successful entrepreneurs, it, it can't not work. You know, if, if the people are right, the values are right, if you also don't jump in with suggestions right in front, I, I believe it's very valuable to first, it's that quote by Albert Einstein, I think, but if I had an hour to solve a problem, I would spend 55 minutes de- defining the problem and five minutes solving the problem, right? So it's, of those 30 minutes, 20 minutes were questions just to get really clear on the, on the problem. And then people would chime in with, but the questions themselves are, are just mind opening. 
Yeah. And that kind of what you just said right there, I'm like, I, I hadn't heard Albert Einstein's comment and, and there's someone else that we've mentioned. Jeff Moore sits there and says, be the most interested person in the room as opposed to the most interesting person by listening. If you listen for that 20 minutes in the case of what you said, or in Albert Einstein's, you listen and you figure, you know, you discuss the problem in those 55 minutes. The last portion is so valuable because of listening everything before that. And you created that room and then, you know, with your mastermind and now everyone's able to be better because of that, because even if they're not on the hot seat, I bet someone else sitting there said, well, you know, I hadn't seen it this way and I could, I could pluck this yep. and put this in my business. And that's the power. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And masterminds have been around for a long time. Probably the first mastermind, if you really think about it, was the apostles. And then Benjamin Franklin, he creates the Junto Club or the Leather Apron Club. And then eventually this guy named Napoleon Hill writes a book about it, kind of brings it to the forefront. You know, as there's this huge boom of self-education right now, where do you see the parallels going between self-education versus standardized education? I believe both have their place. I mean, I didn't go to university, right? I had my first business when I was 17. And I said, like, I learned so much more running my own stuff and learning what I want to learn rather than sitting in a university and somebody just telling me what I need to know. Um, and it served me very well. But at the same time, I don't believe standardized education is bad. I just, need, it be, I just believe it needs a revamp. It needs to change. It needs to be more about understanding what are people's preferences, unique abilities, and, and, and diving a little bit deeper on that instead of just creating a bunch of average people, right? Because the, the, the standard system is like, oh, you're, you're, you're bad in math. Well, let's, let's tutor you in math. Let, let's give you lessons in math instead of, oh, you're good in biology. Let's, let's tutor you in biology. Let's, get, let's help you get even better in that. So I believe there's a place for, for both. I don't, I'm, I'm not an, an extreme case that I say, oh, university or, or school sucks. Like, don't go. No, it, it worked for me, but it wouldn't work for, for other people as well. Yeah, I mean, each one has its place and they're, va they're valuable. Now, listen, you know, I've said this before. If you want to be a doctor, a nurse, an engineer, I really want you having that piece of paper. <laughs> you know, if, if my son's operating on someone, let's get that. Beyond that, I, th I like how you, how you worded that. It's, it's, it has its purpose, but let's have a revamp, you know, a renaissance. So something that changes how they go about it. I think colleges are trying. I just think they're a little behind in being as progressive as they could be. But no, I, I like that, that it has its purpose. It has its place. Just time for a little revamp. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, we have a member on, on the mastermind whose company is in education and they provide like these camps for the students to do exactly this, to understand better what are their personal preferences to go deeper and, and uh, support them even more in the things that they really enjoy doing. And it's a company that sells their services to the universities because the universities, they don't have the, the agility to transform what, it, what they're doing. Um, and that's why I believe that businesses are, are the biggest uh, force for change. Yeah, and, and absolutely. People, you know, championing that along, people like you and the people that we're fortunate to surround ourselves with and, and making that change and helping people get to where they need to go from point A to point B in a more efficient manner. So 
typically when someone invests in their future, like we've been talking about, you know, the ROI, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get out of it. They have an expectation of what the outcome, if they implement what people are working with, you know, someone posted, I saw today and they said, Hey, you know, you can have the best coach in the world, but if you don't implement anything, it's not the coaches, you know, you know, you've got to actually implement. So like, you know, talking about when they actually implement it, what should people expect when they work with you and enter your reality when it comes to, you know, the impact force mastermind you're doing right now? I'll tell you that. And I also just remembered there's a story about investing in mentors that I want you to explain. I think it would be, can I go there first? Explain this story first. Cool. Absolutely. It's, it's, this, is a, this is about you bringing value back. So absolutely. Yeah. Because, because I, I understand what you're doing with, with the success finder. And my last mentor, my last coach, uh, I won't mention the person's name, but I invested $25,000 for two months, two months of coaching. It's a very high investment, right? Like a lot of coaches, they charge less than that for a year. And it was very good to make that investment to me because I felt like I was doing this investment for me. And I said, I am going to create 100% of the money before the work even starts. And I got to around like 90% of the money created before the work started. So because of my changes in attitudes and how I was behaving in the world. But that coaching, it wasn't good for me because the person really tried to hammer down on like what I should be doing in their own way instead of like listening to how I wanted to do things. So I believe there's a difference between having a really good coach and having a really good salesperson. Some people are excellent at selling, but they're terrible at coaching and vice versa. So you want to find that that sweet spot between a good salesperson because you want to learn from a good salesperson, right? It's, it's a va- very valuable skill to learn. But you also want to learn from a person that is very good at, at helping you achieve the result that you want. Um, I just wanted to share that, yeah. No, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Um, I, I've talked about making the wrong investment uh, approximately $16,359, you know, amongst, you know, a compilation of things. And whether it's 600, 2,500, or 25,000, they're equally as important depending on where that person is to not derail them for what their future is going to be. And I think there, there's a huge distinction right there. So, you know, when, when people work with you, how do you avoid that? And, and, and I'm, I'm going to throw a, a question in there with, you know, what they can expect when working with you. How do you keep from transferring risk? And, and by that, um, I, I, by your head nod, I'm guessing you understand. I don't have to give you an example, but how do you, how, what should they expect? And then how do you keep from transferring risk from you to the people working with you? Yeah, I just wrote my vivid vision for the company, which like outlines in the next three years, how, where our company is going to be. And we have a very simple motto in our business. It's like, if somebody doesn't receive the value that they want in the community, even after they, they invested the money and they're not happy with it, we will refund the money plus $1,000 for, for the time they've invested. Because we want you people to have a good experience even, after, even if they decide to leave us. We're not going to be able to serve everybody. I know that. I mean, we don't have a 100% success rate in helping people. We're, we have, our aim is to have it pretty high. But we want people to, even if they leave our community, say, wow, I've never been treated so well. I have never been given farewell so well, right? So our, our, that's our, our motto because 
two things happens. We transfer the risk to us, so people are more inclined to sign up and try this. And the second thing is, we have to follow up on the promise. So we're much more clear about who is the perfect fit client that we can best serve in this community. As a result, we say no a lot because we say, look, it's not a, the right fit. Here's another mastermind or another resource that I, can, that I can send you that I think will help you even better. You know, we're always trying to help, even if we're not the right fit to help that person, we're always trying to direct them to give them some direction that can help them better. So yeah. that's what we do. And what can they, so like when the, guy, the, 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 the group that's going through the mastermind right, right now, tell us like who is a fit and what is it that, that, that they're working on so people can understand, oh my gosh, this, this is for me or hey, this isn't, but maybe someone else is. What, what can they expect when they work with you? Yeah, our mastermind is very niche is that we have what we call conscious entrepreneurs or they run conscious business. What does that mean? It's a business model that typically has not, doesn't care only about profits, but cares about their purpose, their planet, and they have a business that are, it's what I call it's pro-life. It, it, it's a business that really supports our environment and society through addressing, for example, the, the United Nations Sustainable uh, Development Goals. For example, affordable housing, sanitation, reforestation, all kinds of, of businesses that um, aim to have a more sustainable, create a more sustainable earth. But at the same time, like they're for-profit businesses, you know, it's not a non, it's not a nonprofit. Oh, kumbaya, we're going to save the world. No, <laughs> it's very profitable businesses that it, it's it's people that that just just want to do more um, for the world. No, and that that's important when you really think about it. That yes, money becomes a byproduct, like we've talked about before. But the impact, the ripple effect that the people that you work with, and you know what they can do. The importance of that should not be understated. The importance on the change they can make. Yeah, I was I was watching. I think it was last week. There's this new documentary by David Attenborough, the narrator from BBC that does all the nature documentaries. And he's now 93 years old. I think maybe even 94 now. When he was born, and it's still in our lifetime. He's still alive, right? When he was born, the planet had 2.3 billion inhabitants. And now has, what, 7.8 or something like that? And he said he saw it during his life. He saw it, like wild areas becoming palm oil plantations. Or he saw just animals becoming much, much more difficult to find. And he said it's not about saving the environment. If the human species dies, the earth is going to continue living. It's going to regenerate. Like it, it, it's, it, it doesn't really care. It's, it's about human survival because I think for the past five mass extinctions that happened in the planet, all of them preceded a very high spike in carbon. And it's the same thing we're witnessing right now. And he said, like, it's, it's not guaranteed that we have, we're going to have like a rosy future, but I choose to like believe that entrepreneurs can really make a difference and empower those people. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want to sit and do nothing about this. And so these are the people we have. They have businesses that are solid already. They're looking to scale their impact between like, we don't have much of a barrier entry in, on revenue because revenue and profit scale very differently. But I would say like from 1 million to around like 30 million in revenue. And it's just people that are, they're fun, they're team players. They don't take themselves too seriously. They know how to do things outside of work as well. Uh, but they care about, really 
creating a positive impact in the world. Yeah, the impact and legacy that they leave. Because legacy is not a dirty word. The legacy you can leave can be so impactful, so helpful. And that's okay when you come at it from that perspective. So, you know, I feel that people, they have a way of surprising us from time to time. And, and, the, and the ones that you work with, you're hand selecting. Has anyone gone through your mastermind or coaching? And because of that, the outcome was just like, wow. What, kind of give us that success story of someone that's worked with you and gone through one of your masterminds. Yeah. So the mastermind is something very new, right? I don't have that a wow uh, success story yet because I was even saying this in our conversation before the call. I kind of kept it a secret for, for a while because I wanted to, to prove the model. And you're the first person I'm talking to this in, in public. Uh, so, but on the coaching side, because before I had a coaching business, uh, we, we had uh, many businesses that, that tripled, quadrupled, even 5X'd their business in a very short period of time, like one year, two years. Um, I would say, yeah, well, one of them, like he, for example, one business, he was an, an, an engineer and I always love listening to people's language. And he had this huge product, uh, a huge um, development, which was like a, a storage, storage facility. And it was 40,000 square meters. A meter is three feet. So it would be like 120,000 square feet uh, storage facility. Um, and while he was telling me, oh, this is going to be the price. And because the economy is in a bad place, I'm just going to give him uh, like $2 uh, off per, per square meters. And he just kept on talking and said, wait, wait, wait. Why are you going to give him $2 off? It's in reais, but I'm just converting it to make it easy. $2 off. He said, oh, the, the financial situation of the, of the country is in a bad place. The, he, the person is not going to pay that. And I said, how can you be sure of that? And I can't. Would you be willing to, instead of go for $2 per, per, per square meter, to, instead of giving $1 per square meter uh, discount? And I said, yeah, try it. And the person said yes, and he was super excited about it. It's a small thing that just added forty thousand um, dollars for nothing. You know, these are like the small, small little tweaks that really add up to challenge your way of thinking, to challenge it, and just open possibilities of how how things can be done. I mean, I have another client right now, and she she's contacting these big shoe companies to do joint ventures with them because it's it's such a um, a lot of the times there are other companies or organization or people that have the clients that you want and you can just create a mutually beneficial agreement where it will help their clients, it will help the other organization, it will help yourself. So I, I really enjoy looking at those angles. And that's also one of the things for the mastermind that we have only one person per industry. We are very diverse in industry. Because I believe that one something that is very common in, a, in an industry can be a breakthrough in another. And people can have a joint venture, for example, I don't know, somebody that is this person that is in, in, in the education business. We had another person, unfortunately, she can't join because she's having some health issues right now, that had a business that served up 20,000 healthy meals to kids in like the Toronto area per day. And her business was serving schools it was serving uh kindergartens and all of that and this person he needed to get into schools so why can't they like do a joint venture where hey we're gonna sell you this food and as 
as a bonus, we're going to make this introduction and you can, and you can have like a discount or I don't know. It doesn't have always have to be a discount. Right. But, but there's a synergy there. There, there's a, a joint venture. There's something to, again, you can take, you know, your Rubik's cube, however that looks and start plucking pieces that, you know, someone else is working on. And though industries might be similar, they're not the same and plug it in because of what you've put together and what they're willing to talk about. And that's, that's, the amazing power. Yeah, and, and what we say, like relationships are the best investment. I think there was a uh, a study that what seventy uh, percent. I I might get the number wrong, but I think it was seventy percent of job positions are filled by referrals. To you know. Yeah, it, it doesn't only apply to jobs. It applies to business opportunities. It applies to financing. It applies to everything, right? So if you put people in a room that are playing at a high level that have a set of values that they're collaborative they they're they're willing to not be the smartest person in the room they are open to vulnerability and sharing and sharing what's working for them and sharing their challenges as well you're just gonna get things that you're just gonna get stuff that works yeah yeah you will you and you won't know what's coming but eventually you'll be like yeah this it will surprise you less and less once you realize what the value that is. At first, it's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, this huge breakthrough!" And they're always great for the huge breakthroughs and these net and the, and the connections. But eventually, we're like, "Oh yeah, you know, I met Bob the other day, and you know, this came out of it." And it'll become more second nature because when you surround yourselves with those kinds of people, those things start to happen, you know, more frequently without you even having to ask for it. So, you know, when I when I talk to you know any of my coaches or I, you know, we do our solo shows, we talk about success and, and the pillars of success. And some of those, you know, in my mind are uh, mentorship, uh, experimentation, partnerships, willingness to fail. And then on the flip side, willingness to succeed, because if you define success, you in essence define failure. And that's why we sometimes don't define what success is. What do you feel is a key attribute when it comes to being successful? I think success is actually... It's a little controversial, right? But it's it's much less about achieving things that you want. It's much more about cleaning up old judgments and stories that you have inside and things that have been hammered into your head by society or whatever. So reframing your past, in essence, taking what has already happened, reframing that to redefine your present, which allows you to change your future. Yeah, I think that's a... That's a big thing. Just getting clear. Is, is that what I, what, what I really want? And what is just the story that I, that I used to believe that, that I want and I need that to, to, to be happy. Um, and I think in entrepreneurship, we get to contribute a lot and that gives a sense of meaning and a sense of purpose. But in the end, that's my own belief. There's no purpose to life. There's no meaning. I mean, we're, we're just spinning on a ball of dirt in, like in nowhere. And people, oh, the, the legacy. Yeah, there's a legacy. But maybe people remember what you've done in like 100 years, 200, or even 10,000 years. But on the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. So I believe it's much more about like relaxing and just being more in the moment. You know, just spending a whole afternoon with a friend and drinking some tea or or Nowadays, nobody has time to just go and hang out anymore. You know, it's everybody's busy. Everybody's being productive. 
And we see also like the pressure levels are rising. Live in the moment, I think is what I'm taking from that. Live in the moment and surround yourself with people that make you the happiest. Yeah, just, yeah, I, I have like a slowing down to the speed of life, you know? Yeah, because again, at the end of the day, we, we become that, you know, moment in time and then that time passes and someone else fills that time, whether we're here or not. So yeah, interesting. All right, a few more questions as we're winding down here. I feel that, you know, there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity. It's like, it's easier to win when the world is winning, but it's a little more difficult now. And I feel that in innovation and ingenuity come when we feel the squeeze and the world is still feeling the squeeze. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? This mastermind. This mastermind is, is the, the thing that is, is really exciting me. I am I'm starting to hire people as well because I can't do it alone. It's a mission that's, that's bigger than me. Um, and um, I, I just believe like the impact that we can have. It's going to be a small community, like about 40 people. But if we have 40 people that are have running well-sized businesses that have a good impact in the world, I think that's something that can, can definitely make a dent. It can definitely be, just create a lot of well-being for people in the planet. Yeah, that, the, 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 the ripple effect from 1 to 40, 40, you know, it, it can go on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's huge. It's huge. And I, I mean, I believe, look, I was born in a good family, um, was born in a family that, that we didn't struggle to, to have food on the table, got an education, I have internet, I can speak English, although it's not my native language and all of that. Um, I, I had a good education as well, had the opportunity to open business at a, at a young age with parents supporting it. That's a very, very lucky to position, position to be in. It's very lucky. And a lot of people don't have that, you know? So not trying to get like all romantic and let, let's try to save the world because I, that's not, it's not my, I don't want to try to save the world. I just want to give people a little bit more opportunity than, than what they might've had. Yeah. No, beautiful, beautifully said. All right. Last one. What's a tip, a tactic, an actual item that if someone listening to this implemented it today over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they would see real impact on their personal or business life. Just Allocate a percentage of your revenue or your, your salary to investing in being in a mastermind. It can be small, like 10%, right? Just, just get a, a small percentage and start building like a little bit of a bank because Thursday night boardroom is free, right? There are tons of, of resources and masterminds that are free, but some are paid. And it's very good to pay for them because it, it ups your commitment. And I would say just, just join one. <laughs> yeah. Research it research one get people that are have the same values and and that you can learn from and just and just be in a group it's um, it's one of the things that will propel uh, people the fastest yeah and here's the cool thing there's a company that's being built around this to help people get from a to b a little bit quicker but more efficiently and 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 to help you know cut out the noise so you can find the signal so you can get across that that bridge and I, I will say both of us are part of Thursday Night Boardroom and it is free. Now, here's the thing. I paid to get there. Indirectly, I networked, was in a mastermind, did something else, you know, had a coach. And it was, it was a process to get there. It wasn't all of a sudden I just got to show up and, and, and get this. So 
though what we have on a monthly basis with Thursday Night Boardroom is free, you and I still paid in some form or way to eventually get there. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay to do that. But I love how you brought it back on that, that tip, which is, you know, invest in yourself, invest in your relationships, you know, set aside, allocate a portion of it. We've got the founder of Impact Force Mastermind, Tiago Burr. Tiago, thank you so much for spending your time with us and, and, and giving us your, your, your thought bombs, your wisdom bombs and everything about it today. Thank you, Brian. And it was wonderful. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing The Mastermind Effect.